Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Projected Opinions Podcast. Uh, today we have a special After Dark. This is not a normal um, movie review. This is something a little bit different. Uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about something that we've been watching in our spare time while we haven't been watching movies and doing our day jobs. Uh, Nathan, you want to introduce... Well, so this is this is an interesting piece of programming brought to us by our friends at Netflix, um, who Matt and I partake often in our spare time. It's called Evil Genius, um, and it's the story behind, quote-unquote, America's most diabolical bank robbery. Um, so this is a mini-doc series. It's four episodes, about an hour long each, um, f- led mostly by a man named uh, Trey, I forgot his last name. It's difficult to pronounce. The, um, the directed uh, Trey Borzilieri. Sure. Um, I don't think he says the last name on air, but he kind of leads us through um, almost 20 years of research. It's about 15 or 20 years of research. This happened in like 2003, so actually 15 years. Um, around a really odd crime. So, Matt, how did you even hear about this? Like, did it just show up on, like, the recommended or something one day? Like, Yeah, so this dropped, I don't know, about a month ago on Netflix. And I think the day it dropped, on uh, May 11th, yeah, Netflix was like, hey, this might be something you're interested in. Because apparently I watch a lot of really dark stuff. Uh, and I do partake in documentaries. I, I What I really love are police procedurals. Uh, so whether it's fictional, like seven or zodiac um both by david fincher um i i like the things that are hey here's a crime super weird mystery what what happened that it why did this take place Mm -hmm. and then the kind of breakdown another good example is called uh the jinx that's an hbo series uh highly recommend it's similar to this um but there's that also making a murderer i think is probably mm-hmm. the first time netflix had a a super popular doc series that was an original mm-hmm. uh that everyone was watching mm-hmm. and i think this follows in that in those footsteps right so like i'd also kind of put it in the same vein as um newsroom uh, procedurals as well so like all the president's men and um spotlight kind of have similar flows <laughs> uh, um, i'm on imdb yeah. right now and it's like more like this and it's a whole bunch of stuff that we just mentioned that i've all watched all <laughs> no, like, the, the, the first the... <laughs> thing up is um making a murderer yeah. on there mm-hmm. um which not gonna lie i didn't really enjoy making a murderer i got four episodes in and i quit i was like i don't care it was moving too slowly for me see it when it so I, I thought that at first, and then it hit the uh, courtroom portion, which is where everyone quits because no one cares about four hours of courtroom like right. dialogue. It's just cameras in the courtroom, basically. Uh, but I love that stuff. Uh, that's why I really enjoyed the O.J. Simpson uh, one. I did watch all it. of that, and okay. I enjoyed it. That one's really good as well. Uh, but yeah, so so back to this. this uh, Evil Genius, uh, yes, it was recommended to me by Netflix. I ignored it for a couple <laughs> weeks, and then when I stopped ignoring it, uh, I binged it. I, I don't binge anything. I, I hate uh, TV series because they're so long, and I like to progress through the thing that I'm watching. But yeah, I did this in two days. Uh, 
I have a similar story. I it kind of sat there and like I looked at it and then I watched the trailer because it's very handy that Netflix will give you a trailer. Um, and Sometimes I watched it. Plays and you have no choice. To watch. Right, <laughs> but I I watched this trailer on purpose and it it gives you like a thirty second stinger like this guy is sitting there cooperating with the cops with a bomb around his neck and he's saying he's on a scavenger hunt and i was like okay i'm in <laughs> like that sounds creepy and i was like i was hooked so i added it to my queue and a few days later i watched the first episode really late at night which you should not do don't don't watch this late at night yeah, don't do it um it's a trap and i had to force myself to go to bed to be responsible <laughs> because i had work the next day and the next night um, the family that I'm staying with, they were like, hey, Nathan, you got anything to watch on Netflix? And I was like, so, get this. I've got this really crazy crime drama. Like, you won't even believe the kind of stuff that's going on. And they're like, okay. We watched all four episodes through, like, all three hours and ten minutes right there. And they've not spoken to you since. They have never let me have Netflix back on the television since um, because apparently it was too creepy for them. But I was hooked. I was the only one that paid attention for every second. Um they definitely learned from where they lost their audience in Making a Murderer. Uh-huh. And this is breakneck speed yeah. through this thing. Yep. So, do you I, have any deeper it. impressions? No, I, I really did like it. Um, I, I thought the pacing was far better than Making a Murderer. The information was far more digestible. And um, e- even though this didn't lead where I thought it was going to go... Oh, definitely uh, not. <laughs> uh, I thought... That it was enjoyable, the ride was intriguing, and uh, it, obviously it is really bizarre. Straight up my alley, super dark, super strange. If you want to feel better about humanity, please do not watch this. <laughs> this No optimism at the end of this. Uh, no optimism, but also it, it legitimately is watching one of humanity's worst people mm-hmm. not even understand that they are doing bad things. Yep. Like... The what makes this story so crazy is the fact that people, like human beings, could do this and to not even other. really understand what they're doing to each other. And and maybe it's not that they don't understand. I I think the definition of a sociopath is someone who cannot or does not fails to have empathy uh, with other human beings. Right, and it, it and I think that's what's happening here. Most definitely, and what I mean by does not understand is they don't, they can't relationally connect in that way with other humans. Like, yeah. it allows them to do these things that are horrifying with no emotional kickback. Um, but that being said, this mystery is crazy. So it let's just jump right into so spoilers. Weird. If you've not seen Evil Genius, and it sounds like this might be something that you're intrigued by, uh, definitely watch it. Uh, and if, if you don't like the first episode, then... Get out. Then... then <laughs> Who cares? Uh, if you if you do watch the first episode and you like it, you'll probably end up watching all four episodes, uh, and you're and you're welcome. <laughs> Very quickly. Uh, so, uh, Nathan, let's talk about some of the things that you thought were well done. This is a documentary, so it's not something that we are going to critique. Like, hey, the character development was a little under. But although that being said, I think documentaries can create characters. They like, can. They are presenting an actual person to you, and they control how you see that person. I'm just going to call him Trey. Hats off to Trey. Mm-hmm. So basically, all of this came to fruition because this one man decided to start um, written correspondence to one of the inmates that's involved in this case. Um, and every piece of information, basically, that comes up 
um, is either given to you um, from people that were involved in the official investigation or Trey himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's laid out with the help of another director in more of a narrative format. Um, but the amount of information that they had to go through... Um, Piles. Insane. Like thousands of letters. And so just judging based off the boxes of letters that he showed on screen, like the editing process for this must have been insane, trying to decide what pieces are necessary and what are not. Um, That being said, the narrative was well-constructed. It's interesting. It's like a book that's hard to put down because every chapter ends and it's like, oh, by the way, here's another crazy thing. And And then the episode will end and you're like, wait, wait. I can't just leave it. (laughs) Right. And I think it's a kind of a better way. They, they structured it in a better way um, that makes it more, more story-like than just a straight documentary, just telling you facts. Um, And it reveals information very well. Um, So their technique was flawless. I enjoyed it. Um, It's, it's a crazy, crazy ride. Like, so, I had suspects all over my brain because I was trying to justify things. Um, but yeah, very well done. So I, I thought what they did very well was first set up, like set up the entire crime and you know how it ends. Like they, they present the whole thing to you in, I think like what, the first 10 or 15 minutes of the first episode, it's really short. It, like the whole it thing is, just unfolds. But the beauty beauty the intricacy of this is that they set up the the actual events of the crime that you see Mm -hmm. that the public sees of this bank robbery very quickly they do like in the first 15 minutes you're Mm -hmm. right but by the end of the first episode they they start telling you that there's more that this crime had pieces moving behind it and you start to get the sense that there are at least one other person and then there's a paper trail that's really confusing yeah and so they let you in to a tidbit of the backstory and then they leave you well i think they do a good job of making unrelated things related so so the the episode titles are one the heist two the frozen body three the suspects and four the confession um the the heist episode i thought was like pretty engaging and then as soon as we get into the part two frozen body i was like what does no, this they, have to do with anything right so right right at the, how they do this is at the end of the first episode um it's bookended by narrations by right. trey and at the end he comes back into the narration and he's like this these are some other things you need to know about marjorie um, deal, marjorie deal armstrong. Yeah. armstrong and then he proceeds to then explain at the beginning you get she's smart mm-hmm. she's gone to college multiple times she has many degrees like She's incredible. She's a great teacher. Like, and she goes through all these things. And then at the end, he's like, here's some other things you need to know. And then he starts spilling out. Can relate to people. Her mental background and some other things. And then it just kind of stops. And then you hear a 911 call uh, transcript. Uh um, And it's this man. And he's like, hi, I need to report that there's a frozen body in this house. And he won't give any information to the cop about himself other than his name. And that he knows that the body's there. And then he blames Marjorie Deal Armstrong. And then the episode ends. And you're like, hang on. How does that's that... a different crime. But like, 
but what about the bank robbery? Yeah. But it and and frankly, we actually never crazy. really we never really come back to the bank robbery until the end uh because this whole time like the even even the FBI uh just has no freaking clue how to pro- progress with the crime. Like it took them forever to actually get anywhere because and and that's the crazy thing. Like it's so bizarre and seemingly so unrelated. Mm-hmm. And these people are so weird that they almost fly under the radar because they are so, I don't know, like, I don't want to say backwoodsy. Strange. Like, they're just like, like, they are are a different type of human being. One that is so, like, separate from society in a way that society doesn't really know that they exist. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, that. And when society does find them, they underestimate them because they assume that they're not intelligent and in fact these are some of the most intelligent people that they've ever found They're just dysfunctioning it's it's just emotionally they can't relate and they just do things they accomplish their goals differently yeah and it, he, differently here having the meaning of manipulates and murders people yeah. to get what they want yeah and, and, and it, that that second episode dives into a little bit of more her personality disorders and kind of like what what is going on and how does she manipulate people mm-hmm. and because there's a ton of different people who are also very strange in her life mm-hmm. whom she has been manipulating for years um and some of them kind of just go along with it willingly like they understand that she's crazy she and they're okay them. like the how many husbands did she go through our boyfriends? i believe there was five men in her life that died mysteriously quote was unquote. it five or or she was only charged well so there they there mentioned three they mention three by name, but he does throw out that, like, when he's introducing it, that there are mm-hmm. more. Gotcha. Um, and I believe the only one that she she ever actually was convicted for was the final body in the freezer, because um, the others were not were not ever confirmed. In fact, she got insurance payouts for two, two of That's them. Right. Um, That's right. So the problem that the cops had was these people clearly seemed to... Um, well, they made points of saying that they were not involved in the bank robbery, even when the cops were not even investigating them for the bank robbery. Right. And the house where all of this second crime goes down is like half a mile away from the place where the man that ultimately gets killed in the bank robbery is abducted. And so the the local cops are going, there's a connection. And the FBI is like, okay, there's not a lick of proof. And right. so they investigate them as two separate crimes. Yep. The FBI turns the murder back mm-hmm. over to the state police, and they have the bombing tucked in their back pocket, yeah. and they can't do anything about it for years. Right. And slowly, pieces of information come out. Trey is continuing to talk to uh, Marjorie. Uh, Rothstein is Rothstein like spilling beans, but kind also of like super beans. cagey about it, too. And then he dies Very without simple. ever... Without like just a couple years after the crime, without ever actually saying anything, uh, but his friends have been saying the whole time that he had been manipulating the cops and he had quote unquote mm-hmm. won. Like that was his goal was to to get out of it. Right. Yeah. He he wanted to <laughs> he wanted to show her up because she had never like allowed his advance. Apparently, he was really into Marjorie. In, I mean, so here like it's <laughs> oh man, dude, it's just incredible how like even the the video camera like footage of the fbi walking through their homes gave me the creeps like it's oh it's both super hoarders uh and i think that's just like a reflection like i think how people keep their homes and in some small way can be a reflection of like how they keep their mind 
I don't think it's a small way, Matt. I well, think it's a very well, in this, large in, indicator. In this way, it's a, a huge indicator. I'm looking around my living room going, uh... <laughs> Matt, your living room is not even close to the messiest I've ever seen. <laughs> sure, thank you. Uh, it's it's just one of those things, though, when you realize, like, no, this person, there is something that's not okay. Like, clearly they I mean, even if they weren't responsible for the crime, there's still things going on in yeah, their minds that don't happen to ours. That, yeah, that, that should not have been happening. And I think that this series does a lot i mean one it kind of answers some really crazy questions that went on for years a decade before anyone is actually like getting any progress done um which is really depressing i think, I think the end of last year actually so marjorie Dee armstrong year, right? died in ago. like april the month before it was released i think oh, they were no wa- way. this year i think they were waiting on her death before they released this oh, because weird. i don't think she would have reacted well um but heavy eye roll right she probably um, would have like threatened a lawsuit da, 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 da. which is her mo yeah um and i think they were just waiting for all the active participants to be out of the picture because mm-hmm. it's it's just safer from a pr perspective that way especially when you're dealing with law enforcement um but basically they didn't get real answers like they didn't close this case until like last year yeah when the last witness comes forward and actually, like, settles the fact once and for all that the pizza man was for sure manipulated into this and that he was not a part right. of the plan. Um, and it's they, – they do a very good job of actually, like, laying the hints out very early on. Like, the, the pieces of information that Trey picks up on and uses to pry his way into information and to get people to admit that they've been telling lies and to catch them in those lies – those pieces of information are given to us, the audience, very early on. Um, but most people wouldn't pick up on the fact that that's, that's a thing that you should continue to question about. Um, the main thing that brings to mind is the fact that he was standing around waiting for money when he comes to this place where he gets abducted. Mm-hmm. And every person there, every person in this group that's involved, all mentioned this fact, that he's standing there waiting for money. But they also said that he was actively involved in the crime and had in fact attended a meeting the day before planning the crime his girlfriend ish his favorite hooker i guess literally corroborates the story that he was not there he was with him before work that day um or with her before work that day and he like that piece of a sentence is thrown out in like the second episode he was standing there waiting for money and Mm -hmm. he was waiting to get paid and your brain just kind of like flies right over that. And then he comes back at the in the fourth episode when he's starting to tie it all together. And he's like, your story doesn't make sense. If he yeah. knew, then why was he waiting to get paid? Well, we needed an excuse. And he starts going down this line of questioning that yeah. ultimately just rips the lid right off yeah. of this. Um, and you're sitting there going, my gosh, I never thought that that one piece that they were all giving me would yeah. have been the way in. But they give you the pieces. Yeah. And most almost, people can't assemble it themselves. Like this, this which dude. is so weird because it's like right there. But these right. characters are so bizarre that as you're like talking, you with just kind of get, get drawn in. Yeah, it's like so weird. Into like, what is happening? It, it, uh, they almost like pull you down to their level. I, I, I think the critical review of this uh, series has been kind of mixed. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. like a lot of people do like it. A lot of people are saying that hey, it's just too. It's got an ADD. It's all over the place. It never really follows through on storylines and things like that. 
And I think part of the reason is because it's it's impossible. Like there's so but much bizarre. There will crud. be questions that will never be answered because too many people that are related either wouldn't speak or died before yeah. they could. And, and so I think it's it's different than something like serial or making a murderer, where everything in making a murderer went to trial and all the evidence is coming out and you can like literally see the stuff that this guy's convicted on uh not adding up you mm-hmm. can like the court case shows explicitly hey we don't actually have the evidence to put him here at this place with a motive da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this show it's like uh, they don't go into the courtroom at all, uh, which is a little bit disappointing to me because I just really do like the the procedural, like legal proceedings mm-hmm. uh, aspect of it. Um, but like, they're convicted. Like right. Marjorie's convicted, um, and and yet, like there are still no answers. Like that's the weird thing is that okay, she's serving time for this other crime mm-hmm. uh, that has been quote unquote solved. Uh, has nothing related to the pizza bomber. Except like, for that it totally was, because the only reason that she killed the boyfriend is right. because he knew about the pizza bomber. Right. Like, it turns out, you get this at the very end, like, she basically admits it over the over the <sighs> Skype call to a yeah. lawyer, where yes. you can tell that the cameras are incredibly well-placed, where she doesn't know she's being filmed. Yeah. Like, it turns out that their entire lives basically are involved in this moment. Mm-hmm. But I think it's... You can tell that this is a real-world problem because there aren't answers. Because in the real world, the likelihood that you will ever get a bow on top of a case mm-hmm. is very small. Um, and honestly, this is about as close as this case has ever or will ever be. So I, I liked but, I liked the show. I thought it was well done. Um, it it was shorter, which is part of the reason I actually finally mm-hmm. bit. I was I, I don't I have a hard time with. Uh, TV series that are like 10 uh, episodes long or they have multiple seasons I just don't have that kind of time Uh, as it was like I was trying to fit this in every nook and cranny of spare time I had over the two days that I was watching it Uh, and uh, I I really do think that it I'm glad that it came out Um, and I think it's helpful to understand like hey these there, one, there are people out there like this. Two, um, when things like this happen, there aren't always clear-cut answers as much as we, we, we as human beings always want to know, but why? Like whenever something happens, there's an attack, um, a, a massacre, like people are always asking why, like what happened? Uh, and in this story, there isn't a, a clear answer because I think these people were so twisted within their own heads mm-hmm. uh, that that any real answer would be just as twisted into their stories as as they our own minds were. Yeah, I mean, sense. whatever they just, tell you would still have to be taken with a grain of salt because yeah, even if, if they believe it, it wouldn't even make it true yeah. because you don't know what's going on. Yeah. And that's the one question that I think most people would be bothered by. There, there is no, there is no answer mm-hmm. why they would do make up this plan. Yeah. To have this dude, pers- this person, commit this crime, there's there's never a answer given to that. Mm-hmm. You understand at the end who is responsible for most parts of things, yeah. but even no but, real answer. But to... you have no idea why. Why would you come up with this? I mean, they kind of talk about motive a little bit, but it's so like marginal 
it is it, and it's, it's more it's of ultimately the because people that they are i think the documentary chose to focus on more like the insane personalities mm-hmm. behind these people and just to kind of show you that like even if they gave an answer to why that that's it's just another story yeah not really a real answer but anywho. Well, I look forward to more series like this. Actually, I'm on one right now uh, called Wormwood. Maybe we'll talk about it at a different time. Um, any other last thoughts? I think there's a lot of good content coming from Netflix, so mm-hmm. this excited me because it's not like the same as you know another drama. Yeah. And I really enjoy things like this, um, especially when it's grounded in reality because like, those are always more interesting mm-hmm. to me uh, because fiction is fiction. It does get tied up with the bow at the end and like you know Sometimes. that it's ultimately made up. But yeah. if it doesn't get tied up with a bow, you know that there's a creator that's just trying to get your goat. Right. But here, it's... I feel like the stakes are higher. So yeah, it, someone it, died. Yeah. It, Who do, many people died, actually. Yeah. Uh, this guy Before definitely it was over. Like, he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. And completely taken advantage of. So, I mean, I enjoy series like this, and I applaud Netflix for letting this take its time to, to be finished. Um, and for getting behind this this guy Trey yeah. and and allowing him a place to put it out, so yeah. yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. All right, if you are looking for something kind of a little bit darker, documentary style, Evil Genius is available now on Netflix. Uh, give it a watch. Uh, find more of our work at uh, the uh, Projected Opinions podcast anywhere podcasts are available. Uh, also follow us on social media. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.